1: Hi everybody!
0: Hi everybody!
1: I am not Juliet,
0: and I'm not Theo, and this is apologies, apologies accepted. accepted. The podcast, the podcast, yay. yay! Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. We're very excited about this uh, this week's episode um, because it's light. It's light. We're going to talk about a couple of celebrity bloggers and their apologies. Um, oh, and I have to say a disclaimer. So there's probably going to be a lot of names that I mispronounce in this episode. I've tried to look up pronunciations, and I hope I get them right. But I don't normally um, read gossip blogs, and I don't know how to pronounce anyone's name.
1: As Theo knows, uh, brag, brag, so. brag. I don't know anything <laughs> about. I'm so smart. So, Britney Spears.
0: <laughs> no, you'll see. It'll 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 embarrass me, but. Um, but I'm okay. So speaking of um, nothing, I had to ask you: um, Have you seen the pictures of Tignataro in the Army of the Dead? No. Oh my god! So apparently there was some guy whose name I forget who was in this movie, Army of the Dead, and he had—I guess he had sort of a minor role. I'm not really sure, but um, he did something and got um, <clears throat> canceled. So they took him out of the movie, and they put Tig Notaro in where he was, and she's in. she just looks so cool. I mean, she's like smoking a cigar, and she just looks... I love Tig Notaro. She's a comedian. I don't know if you know her, but she just looks so awesome in the pictures. Yeah, look him up. So Tig Notaro, Army of the Dead. It's the, the amazing thing of my week.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I do see uh, a couple of, what would you call it? Oh, one of them is Lainey Gossip. How about that?
0: Oh, wow. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she looks great. So...
0: Yeah, I just wanted to ask you about that, but I guess you ha- hadn't seen it, so that's the dead end.
1: No. Conversational dead end. I like How's Tig Notaro. Um, she's the best. It's been fine. Tig Notaro didn't call me this week, so Aww, I, that's she's been kind busy. of sad.
0: She's been busy in the Army of the Dead.
1: <laughs> I guess so. so. Um, <laughs> yeah, my week's been a typical post-pandemic slash pre-opening week where I just stared at the wall and wished that there was paint on it that I could watch dry. Um, You're
0: fully vaccinated now, aren't you?
1: I am. I got the full V. Is that a thing? Can we start saying that?
0: (laughs) The FV. Oh my God, that's so great. Congratulations. Are you out licking doorknobs?
1: Uh, No, I haven't. I'm so used to being inside that I can't go outside now. Um, Yeah. No, but uh, the other day, meaning yesterday, I was at a little neighborhood uh, meeting. And although right. everybody wore masks and it was uh, inside, uh, inside mm-hmm. a large space, and we still did social distancing, at the end of it, I shook hands and then I Ooh. didn't come home and pour gasoline and set them on fire. So <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yeah, getting braver. That's a step. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A step towards recovery. Other than that. For all of us.
1: Uh, nothing to say except uh, puppy Henry, who was doing well. Um, Yay. My previous dog, Bobby, who is the absolute best dog of all time of uh, course, is is famous in the dog world because he started a club called the good boy club right and he was the president and only member of the good boy club <laughs> because he was the only good boy dog ever the only
0: good boy right? and
1: henry is trying really hard to join that club so Aww. right now he's an okay boy
0: Oh. i know
1: <laughs> he'll get there
0: that's better than he was like two weeks ago he was a bad boy
1: oh my god if i could have put him in a box and shipped them somewhere which i could have because <laughs> he was a puppy um <laughs> the fact that i didn't just didn't occur to me i i would have seriously <laughs> driven him back and put him inside his mother <laughs> a little more but time he's on so that cute. one
0: huge i yeah. can't believe how big he's gotten he's really gotten big he was just so tiny just a short how long have you had him now
1: you're asking me a time question post 2020 pandemic 400 years six weeks i don't know six weeks i guess yeah he's
0: gotten like he's like quadrupled in size
1: we got him when he was six pounds and he is 20 according to our vet who is a notorious liar so who knows if that's true
0: <laughs> it's always good to have vets who lie to you right <laughs> about the important things <laughs> uh, but enough of
1: my stupid week and inconsequential things i can't wait till something happens i actually can talk about like oh my god oh how interesting. god me
0: too um, i've had nothing happen this week i've just been working and sleeping really and getting migraines and whatnot and I got vaccinated but that was last week so I'm almost fully vaccinated as of next week and I'll be going to Arizona this coming week which is very exciting for me I've been looking forward to this forever 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 so um, I don't know why it's not like I do anything exciting when I'm there but um, I do go hiking in the desert as we were talking about before the show started and you know I take my dog for walks around the neighborhood and everybody knows me as the greyhound lady so that's something I guess
1: that is something.
0: <laughs> um and my kitchen will be done, so I remodeled my kitchen and uh it's it's I think it's done now. I think I sent you the video and I can't ready. think of anything else they need to do. So I'm totally excited to see my new kitchen when I get out there.
1: That's it. I am excited to come to your house and sit in your new kitchen and then critique uh,
0: it. You should. I would have made this cabinet <laughs> Just-
1: half an inch smaller.
0: There's nowhere to sit in the kitchen because it's too small, but I mean, you can sit on the floor, I suppose, but you're, you're welcome totally to come and sit critique on the floor. My kitchen. <laughs> I'm going to get a Metro rack for the other side. I decided, but I don't even know what that is for the listeners. It's like a baker's rack. Oh, okay.
1: But it's just yeah. called a Metro rack.
0: Yeah, it's made by Metro. So it's it's a high-quality, commercial-grade, whatever. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So it's brag, better than brag, like just brag. a simple breaker, baker's rack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay. So in this episode, like I said, we're going to talk about two celebrity bloggers and their apologies. And those two celebrity bloggers are the famous Perez Hilton. And um, the other one is um, Elaine Louie. Is that how you pronounce her last name? Do you I think?
1: I think it's Lou, but don't hold me to that. L A U. It's
0: it's L U I.
1: L U I. See, this is See, my we problem don't with know, vowels. Neither one of us
0: know how to pronounce it, Louis,
1: or spell Louis.
0: I don't know. It, <laughs> I'm going to say Louis, and if that's wrong, I apologize. But I, I couldn't find a pronunciation guide for Elaine Louie. so. Um, I apologize, Elaine, if I got your Laney, if I got your name wrong. Um, But I'm going to start by talking about Perez Hilton. So Perez Hilton and probably most people listening know who he is. Um, He started blogging in about 2005 after failing at an acting career. He apparently studied acting at New York University. Is that right? He studied
1: acting at New York University. And I don't know if like, is it? Sure, it's fair to say failed as an actor, but maybe like (laughs) hundreds of thousands of other, yeah, it was a very pointed jab, of other people just like, he wasn't sleeping with the right people in Hollywood.
0: Right, right. Although you'd think that he of all people would, but... (laughs) I'm going to get murdered for saying so these things.
1: <laughs> no, believe me. There, So I'm not here to to bag on uh, Perez Hilton, but I am. there are a few Perez Hilton fans out there.
0: Oh, uh, th- probably, yeah. I think you
1: are pretty safe to say whatever Imagine you want. Imagine being
0: a Perez Hilton stan. Uh,
1: I'm sure. I, it's a big world. I'm sure yeah. there's plenty of people out there, but um, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I mean, go on because okay. this— This is the conversation we'll have after you tell me everything I didn't read or know.
0: (laughs) So as you probably know, Theo His blog, PerezHilton.com Started out as a a vicious celebrity gossip blog And he would post photographs And on the photographs He would sort of scribble derogatory comments And doodles in like Microsoft Paint Or whatever he used It was really low low tech But that was part of the point He would do things like Draw cocaine coming out of people's noses And um, penises all over people And just really childish and immature stuff That is making you laugh Right now, I know, right?
1: (laughs) It was very childish and and immature, and people ate it up.
0: People loved it. Um, the The blog hit eight point eight two million page views over a twenty four hour period in July two thousand seven. So it was successful, but it was extremely sexist and homophobic. Um, He actually once got knocked out for calling Will. Is it Will? I am. Will I am. For calling him the the f word, the the gay slur. Yeah,
1: the one that ends with a T.
0: Yeah, and later he admitted that he had been considering using the N-word instead,
1: which is, yeah, right? Oh, I didn't I didn't trip over that. Um, yeah, mm.
0: and so looking back on his career, he says, now, I knew at the time what I was doing was wrong. I just didn't care. So one of the things he did that he knew was wrong but didn't care about, um, maybe, was... Um, th- and now he's gay himself, but he's outed people like Lance Bass, Clay Aiken, Anderson Cooper, and Neil Patrick Harris. Um, outing is, of course, extremely controversial, even now. Um, he has claimed that the son of the Sultan of Brunei is gay, which would get the prince stoned to death in Brunei if it turned out to be true. Um, he used to say that outing was a positive thing and not cruel because he's gay. And he said to Access Hollywood, it upsets me that people think what I'm doing is a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. If you know something to be a fact, why not report it? Why is that still taboo? But he's recently apologized for it. Um, I think one of the apologies recently that he made for that, um, was in, well, I know that he apologized for it to neil patrick harris in in neil patrick harris's book which i think is a memoir so which which is interesting Um, neil patrick harris asked him to write i think in the foreword some notes about the whole thing Uh, i haven't read it so i can't really speak to it but i if i were neil patrick harris i probably wouldn't be so generous um but in any case um perez has recently published a memoir Uh, october to 2020 i think called tmi my life in scandal which apologizes for a number of things he's done including what he calls his super pettiness toward ariana grande and the reason that he was so super petty towards ariana grande is because she and her mother talked to him about possibly managing her career which i can't even fathom why would you ask perez hilton to manage your career but she turned down his offer or his um whatever uh and so he's been super petty to her ever since. I know, right? Uh, he's not a manager. He's a blogger
1: I, and a failed well, actor. So, so there is this goofy thing with Perez Hilton that I noticed this morning when I was desperately trying to finish my homework. Um, <laughs> and so watching a bunch of YouTube clips, because I do yeah. real wealth documentaries. So I was like, there's got to be a documentary on Perez Hilton. So I can like yeah. don't have to read a lot about him. And um, he does a lot with musicians. Lady Gaga uh, yeah. sort of. I'm not gonna say he gave birth to Lady Gaga, uh, but he helped promote her career. And so huh. it's possible. I mean he he had a big reach. He still I mean he still has a big reach, but um, back then, he was yeah. one of the only people who was breaking celebrity news, which I know sounds very weird maybe to people who were born after the year 2000 to hear but you know um celebrity stories weren't live breaking news they were just sort of like weekly events in magazines that happened so um i can i can maybe see where that might hey would you manage my daughter's career may have been misinterpreted by him like more hey would you do a lot of pr for her on your website mm maybe
0: maybe i don't know it it sounded like it was an interview for him to manage her career but i i honestly don't know what the truth is that was that was his take at least yeah so so anyway he was he was nasty towards ariana grande after she turned down that generous offer and um he also apologized to Britney Spears after the Framing Bit- Britney Spears documentary came out, which we talked about in a previous episode. The whole world is um,
1: apologizing to Britney Spears now and, you know. Yeah,
0: now. We're
1: all um, at fault.
0: Right. And this is years after he sold t-shirts that sort of asked why she hadn't died instead of Heath Ledger. I know. And yeah. Isn't that awful?
1: That, I mean. I wonder how many of those shirts he sold. Uh, probably more Who than knows. five. Um Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that sort of gets to well, not entirely does it get to, but I mean when people say that Perez Hilton was cruel to some people sometimes, um, that's that's especially cruel. Why yeah. couldn't it have been Brittany?
0: Yeah, I mean he was just he was just really hard on Brittany. He, he said that her children should be taken away from her. He said she was mentally ill and all sorts of things. I mean she may be mentally ill, but that's not. Something to shame someone for publicly.
1: I think kids are verboten anymore, right? Right. But and so back in the day, what fourteen years ago, um, kids were less verboten.
0: Yeah. So well, he certainly criticized. Was it? Was it? Or was that Elaine Louis who called? um, That was Elaine Louis. So we'll talk about that later. Okay. um, I'm sure he did not spare anyone's children.
1: I don't think he the, did. And, you yeah. know, I mean, two thoughts on that. First of all, stay away from kids, right? Because, I mean, they're kids yeah. and they're innocent. Yeah. But then two, it, some celebrities did use their children as props to kind of expand their image or their brand.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And
1: so you would have these arranged paparazzi photos of like, you know celebrity X on the beach with, with their children. Right. Yeah. And I think in those instances, if you do something like that, you kind of are opening yourself up to your kids being used by other people as a tool as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I think it's wrong in all instances, but. Mm -hmm. I mean, Right. right. If you use your kids and yeah,
0: they're, they're probably going to get more attention than if you tried to protect them from the public eye.
1: That's exactly what I meant to say. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just exactly what I was going to say. How I was going to say it.
0: So Perez, excuse me, claims to have apologized countless times. Um, and his defense was, a lot of what I did during that time was reprehensible and toxic. But that wasn't everything. I was also positive and supportive. Although he really kind of wasn't. And I I never really read the Perez Hilton blog. But I I did read it sometimes. And it was always so terrible that I just couldn't look at it. Kind of so same. so I don't remember... Yeah, I don't remember any examples of him being positive and supportive. There
1: there during were. That time. I mean, I not they, specifically come to mind, but there there were things where like there'd be a heart drawn around somebody and like what a good um, guy or oh what an amazing person, <laughs> right? Um or what a beautiful song so and so sang. Um and those, in my opinion, seem to be people who had been nice to him, and so uh, this sort of tracks with that Lady Gaga because like, like Paris
0: Hilton, he and Paris Hilton were friends, and she got all the friendly.
1: positive. Yes, yeah. <laughs> And I, so when I first heard like, oh, this website Perez Hilton, um, yeah. I worked for a public relations firm uh, in a in West Hollywood, uh, uh-huh. so I'd gone from my big LA job to. My small West Hollywood, but it was an awesome job. It was so great, and West Hollywood's where the Sunset Strip is, and that's where all the bars are, and that's where all the celebrities go when they want to be seen in public doing something, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so there's not it's nothing to see a famous person somewhere in West Hollywood having dinner or out in a bar, right? And that's basically all West Hollywood is: it's, uh, design stores, um, bars, and restaurants, but big name ones, um, and so. Uh, one of the girls that I worked with, her job was to read the gossip magazines and wow. track... What a job, right? Wow. And, and track how West Hollywood's image was being perpetuated? Portrayed? Portrayed. That's the P word I was looking for that meant to look <laughs> at stuff. Um, yeah. And if things were going a little askew, to sort of like contact that agency, talk to the editor, blah, 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 right? Call the venue and always keep it positive, always keep it luxe, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so I started hearing about this Perez Hilton, and I actually thought it was Paris Hilton's blog. Uh, I and see. so when I found out it was Perez Hilton, I was yeah. really confused because I was like, all right. Well, are they mocking her? I can kind of see this as a mocking website, mm-hmm. sort of. Which, of course, the the news, co- news, celebrity news coverage, always was rather mocking. Um, yeah, and I found out later that the name was—I had been told, "Oh no, that's his real name," but now it turns out it actually is a version of Paris Hilton on purpose.
0: Yeah. Yeah, his real name is like Mario Lavandera or something.
1: Which means laundry in Spanish. Well, Galician, (laughs) to be very specific. Um, Porque yo hablo español todo el mundo. Hola. And uh, I saw the word and I was like, isn't that laundry? Or doesn't that mean washing? Or does it mean food? And so I looked it up and sure enough, it means laundry, which is very apropos given that oh, he yeah. takes dirty people laundry. dirty laundry and airs it wow. out. Uh-huh. Thank you. I connected those dots for you.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: You're welcome. I'm a bridge builder. I'm a logic tree grower. All right. Where, so where were you before I totally... Well, that's to Paris you. Hilton.
0: We were talking about him saying that he had also been positive and supportive, and we're talking about him being supportive of Paris Hilton, and you were saying something about Lady Gaga.
1: Yeah. And so... Um, with with Lady Gaga, at a certain point in 2007 to 2009, it did not hurt to be on Perez Hilton's good side, right? Mm. You got the heart next to your face. You got, way to go, girl, kind of stuff, right? As opposed to drunk mess sort of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, to say, what am I going to say here? Because I, I don't want to say what I'm going to say next, but I'm going to say it anyway for the for the sake of conversation um he was reporting things that were true so it's not like he was making up that lindsey lohan had been arrested for dui right right um and maybe there were nicer ways he could have gone about breaking that news but right. uh nice wasn't paying the bills mean yeah. was paying the bills
0: yeah for sure it was, it was a different time, as I'm sure we'll get into, and mean was the way the gossip blogs were. Um, so one of the other gossip blogs um, that was mean and that um, is the second blog we're going to talk about today is Laney Gossip, um, and Elaine Louie is the owner uh, of Laney Gossip, and she is also apologizing for her old posts. She's done things like calling Tom Cruise a gay midget dwarf, Which I think is actually funny.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, But um, (laughs) redundant? Problematic. For sure. Well, because she should have said little person. No, she, she should have shouldn't said have, anything have anything said anything at all, right?
0: I'm said trying to... anything at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I can see how uncomfortable you are. Like, I
0: know. Stop <laughs> it, Theo. I shut mean, up. I'm uncomfortable that I find that funny in the first place, and also that it's just, it, it, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, um, carry on. Let's see, let's see if you found. I okay. found a couple of other ones funny that were mean, very mean, and I was like, mm,
0: oh well, <laughs> tell me. Go ahead.
1: Uh, uh, I've forgotten, um, the actress's name, but she called, did she call Janet Jackson ghetto tits?
0: Yeah, she did.
1: Yeah. And when I saw that, I, th- I laughed.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It doesn't
1: mean anything. I mean... You're taking two things
0: and
1: <laughs> putting them together for the, for the sake of imagery. And yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. uh, I'm guessing that's a reference to the to the Super Bowl thing.
0: I think it was some Nipple dress game. she was wearing at some awards show or something, but I, I don't know. I think it was before the Super Bowl thing. Um, but yeah, um, so Elaine Louis has made racist, homophobic, and misogynistic comments, as we've discussed. Um, but since she's reconsidered her approach and is currently, I think, in the middle of adding disclaimers to old posts that are in some way offensive, the disclaimer is linked to an FAQ page with an apology—a long apology that I'm not going to read—but um, it's uh, it's it's reasonable. And some of the old posts that she made, like I think, like. Uh, Wait, which one was it that she deleted entirely? Maybe it was the Janet Jackson one. Um, But we're we're deleted altogether um, because she thinks they're irredeemable. So she says, those posts were racist. They were misogynistic. They were homophobic. They were transphobic. They were ugly. They were shameful. I'm so sorry. I've been conditioned in white supremacy, and I've enabled white privilege, even as a person of color myself, because we, too, given that white supremacy is so dominant, can have bias. So uh she is Chinese Canadian.
1: Um and Canadians are supposed to be so nice, although they do have a I wicked know. sense of humor, so do they? Pretty funny. Um but, okay. but no, I wouldn't say mean funny. I would just say uh body <laughs>
0: okay funny funny's good um so uh both Perez and Louis have changed their tone on their blogs but Perez's comments according to BuzzFeed are now frankly boring um whereas Louis's blog is described as taking a deeper look into celebrity events Kaylee Donaldson of pajiba.com says it's p-a-j-i-b-a.com says that readers want more layered contextual and emotionally centered coverage of celebrities so why are these bloggers changing their tone? I want to talk about that a little bit. But first, I want to see if you have any more to say about um, Elaine Louie.
1: I do, actually. Um, okay. And so, but although I would say not a lot because her blog wasn't one that I read. Um, I did go on Perez Hilton every now and then because um, there was a lot of weird stuff going on in celebrity world at that time. I mean, that was the era of the Britney Spears meltdown and watching that yeah. happen from afar. It was just kind of, it just, not shocking, but shocking, you know? Yeah. Um, and then Lindsay Lohan, I mean, the, that Lindsay's still right. alive, a miracle. Um, right. Love you, Lindsay, but, you know, you mm, liked to party back in the day. Um, but then also kind of like this, uh, the difference between... Perez Hilton's apology and Laney's apo- or the Laney blog apology. Um, so with Perez Hilton, um, he will acknowledge, and this will be a direct quote, attention was my drug. A drug addict in the moment knows what they're doing is wrong. Most of them wish they weren't using, but they're doing it anyway. Part of me wishes that I could have claimed ignorance, but I'm very honest. I knew at the time that what I was doing was wrong. I just didn't care. Only recently, after getting back into therapy, have I realized that for the entirety of my life, I never mourned my uh, or properly grieved or healed from my dad's death. Thankfully, I grew the fuck up. Not everyone does that. Look at Donald Trump. And so within that, every th- apology that I came across from Perez Hilton was always full ownership of, hey, I did something wrong. And then I'm the victim and look yeah. over there. Right? Yeah. But yeah. W- with Laney, I really felt um, heartened. I guess I will use that word. Um, mm-hmm. I, I liked her stance. And so this will be a direct quote from Lainey If there's one time to be a little self involved, it's to be self involved in your shame. The feeling of shame is exactly the same feeling of embarrassment that I can accurately remember molecularly feeling the same way in high school when something embarrassing happened. Um, I think it would be worse to not change. I try to tell myself that this is a very human response. You should feel shame regarding these things you did um and then I like that she's posted disclaimers on her old post, which is a lot of work to go through your catalog of 10 years of daily post and post a, you know, a warning an advisory an apology even within that, like this is from a very different time and uh, not cool. Right. Um, And so I just felt that, that Laney was more sincere or had learned a lesson. Um, Whereas Perez Hilton, by my view, based on the, uh, few admittedly, but more than five, um, uh, different apologies that he's made. I don't see that. I, I see a lot of, yeah, I did it. And you know, yeah, I feel bad about it, but God, I feel bad about it.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. It seems like, um, the reason that he's changed is because his reader, what his readers want and will accept has changed. So, uh, even though women are still treated poorly by the media, like Meghan Markle, as one example, um, overt bullying doesn't seem to be as accepted anymore. And Perez had to change his ways to keep at least some of his readers. That's my opinion. He's, I think he's still chasing fame and success.
1: Oh, totally. I mean— all did you watch any Perez Hilton YouTube things or no? No, lucky because
0: no. I hate him, I can't even look at him.
1: I did, yes. And <laughs> I, did, I mean, I don't want to say that I hate Perez Hilton, um, I don't know him, right? Um, but I will say I know I knew a lot of people like him. Uh, Because, brag, brag, you don't live in Hollywood and run up against attention-seeking whores. Hi, right here. Here I am. I have a podcast. (laughs) Are you paying attention to me right now? Um, And so that's a personality type that I am very familiar with. And it's one that just makes my skin crawl, right? And it's the person who feels so damaged and bruised by life and needs so much positive affirmation that they cannot generate from within themselves. Yeah. I mean, they're so, what's the word I want to say, crippled in that regard? That Damaged, um, yeah. That all they can do is say snarky bullshit about other people. Right. Right? Yeah, and
0: I don't like that.
1: That's, uh, I don't like it when it's not clever. If it's clever, yeah. I like it. And then I can appreciate uh, the nuance there. The wit. I said it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but then, you know, do I really like that? No, not at all. But I mean, this, it, I guess we're moving into that direction of what the hell is going on. Why are, yeah. why are people changing or not? Why are right. people changing? But is, is the perception of humor changing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Lainey, Lainey gossip, whatever, uh, is an example of that because she, Louie, describes her change as gradual, but um, pointed out that when she was given a book called How Races Lived in America, which is a compilation of articles from writers at the New York Times, she started to understand her own racism and consider its effect on her writing. Um, She said... For me, part of restorative justice is making contrition an ongoing process. I don't ever plan to get to a point where I say, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'll talk about it as much as anyone wants me to talk about it. I don't think an apology is a one and done thing. Whereas Perez, on the other hand, says, I guess it's—I guess maybe it's like I'm exhausted of saying I'm sorry. It's like I've said it. Haven't I already said I'm sorry? And yeah, I get the feeling that Perez Hilton would be still be blogging in the same way if people were accepting of it. I don't think he really is. No?
1: Oh, no, no. I'm agreeing so? with you.
0: Okay. I would yeah, never disagree I, I, with you. I don't think his his remorse is really authentic. I think what he's sorry for is that he doesn't have as many readers as he had in the past. And he's trying to get those readers back or trying to get more readers uh, and do whatever it takes to be famous.
1: And, that, and that's it, right? Um, I saw a documentary the other day where where somebody said we everybody's chasing something. Some people are yeah. chasing spirituality, some people are chasing money, some people are chasing fame, some people are chasing love, right? But I mean everybody's chasing somebody, some of us are chasing the most perfect version of ourselves. Some of us uh-huh. has caught that version of ourselves and get to inhabit <laughs> it. Hi. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> and and I agree with that. And he is very much a fame monster. Doesn't yeah, matter if you like absolutely. him, doesn't matter if you hate him, you just need to know his name. And yeah, uh, that's kind of where where he's at. That's who he is. Yeah. And at the age so, of 44, that's who he will always be now.
0: That is who he is, probably. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think the times have changed. and. That type of blogging is no longer acceptable. Um, That's a smaller are,
1: audience. QAnon yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. People are more aware of the effect of their speech on other people. Maybe they're maybe maybe they're more empathetic. I don't know. I don't know that I would go that far, but people are more. Uh, and maybe you could say people are more afraid of being canceled. I think you you. Mentioned something about that when we talked before the podcast started today? Uh, Something about um, uh, comedians not being able to um, do shows in colleges anymore because they're afraid.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not so much they're afraid they'll be canceled, but more to the point um, the audiences aren't receptive to their humor, so why go, right? Um, Yeah. But prior to that, I I will say that... um, I think, and this is like my big, brrr, that's a drum roll, um, but, uh, get ready. Cause it <laughs> occurred to me while you were speaking, um, about people and online that the internet's still very new. It's not even, I mean, I'm alive and I saw it come online. Right? Sure. Sure. So it's, it's a thing that happened in my, uh, gorgeous, sexy life, lifetime. Yes. Um, and for many years, the internet was a thing and it was a space that wasn't real.
0: Uh huh, right.
1: And it's now true. it's real. It's becoming it's more real. real.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Not that it's useful, because useful is great. Useful, uh, but. Uh, we've all got a phone. We all have Google. I don't worry about how to spell anything anymore or where some stupid country is I've never heard of, because if I need to know something, I can just look it up. Right. And get all the information I need, which makes me the smartest person in the world. And I was before, but now I'm even smarter. Um, Now the (laughs) smarter is, it's instantaneous. Um, (laughs) And so I think that, that our culture um, or people are seeing repercussions from bullshit that happens online uh, yeah. coming into the real world, coming into their, their church, their home, their grocery store, right? Um, here comes that shooter that was, um, I was going to say anesthetized, and that's not the word. It's <laughs> non evangelized, radicalized. That's the word oh, I'm looking okay. for. Who was radicalized? <laughs> what <laughs> word is it going to be? <laughs> that sounds change so drastically depending (laughs) on the word i guess any sentence can change drastically depending on the word but (laughs) that you drop in um yeah so yeah so that's kind of my thing it's i think like the internet uh, offered people anonymity for a very long time you could go in and you could post comments and you could say whatever you want you could troll 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 um And it just wasn't real. It was happening in this other place, this other space that was outside of your home. And that's something that Perez Hilton, he didn't quite say that, but he talks about the Perez Hilton character that he created. right? And it's the character did the blogging. And that's a nice bit of disassociation and denial. Um, Masterful, really. I'm impressed because I also like disassociation and and denial.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he's, he's even furthering it with his kid. He says he calls his kid Perez junior so that if his kid gets criticized in any way, his kid will be able to say, well, they're criticizing Perez junior. They don't know who I am. That doesn't matter. Right. Uh, it's not me. Of course it is though.
1: You don't know the real me. And yeah. Yeah. And of course, um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way.
0: No, nobody's buying that Mario, whatever his name is, is different than Perez Hilton.
1: Mario Laundry. Yeah. But only in Galician. It doesn't mean anything in proper Spanish. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's good to know. Well, it's very important to know Galicia is a region in Spain where one of my students is from, so I hear a lot about oh. Galicia, which is why I'm so excited. Like, I didn't know it was another language that's... Exactly like Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Canadian and American English. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but yeah, so so that's my big ta-da. Um, what's changed? It's that the internet has become real. And all of the anonymity that we used to hide behind... Um, yeah, I mean, people had... Affairs online with people they never met. It was just what sexy yeah. text messages, text emails yes. back and forth, um, uh, websites, the the cam stuff. You know, all fantasy, all pretend. But not today. Today, right. today is different, and because we've yeah. seen the actual harm from anonymous uh, spewings. That's a there's a word I'm looking for. Um, hmm we have more empathy. I think I mentioned to you earlier that um, back in the day, you know, back in 2003, if um, an overweight guy sat in his bedroom and cried about his weight, that that was fine because nobody saw it and so yep. you know fat jokes were just could still be everywhere but now thanks yep. to youtube etc cetera, etc cetera, we're exposed to people's pain and suddenly the overweight guy is crying on youtube and this offers us an opportunity to it offers felt people an opportunity to see the pain of somebody else
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> we can laugh because we don't know what that <laughs> pain's like.
0: So I was just wondering, though, where does that leave? How does that tie into people that like Trump people who have apparently no empathy whatsoever for anyone that isn't them? How how, how does that and how does that work? Do they do they not
1: you, I they're mean, just a subset? You I think you have to be open to empathy. And mm. also there's a whole. um what are you empathetic towards? So those people, uh, those QAnon believers, those Trump people, may yeah. definitely have empathy, but it's towards um, themselves. Well, yeah, toward, it's really towards towards the white culture, right? Yeah. being displaced or replaced by by other cultures or whatever, right? So, do you think maybe.
0: as as more um, racist, the impact of racism comes online more, they might become more empathetic?
1: I I don't know. I think that I don't know if they
0: expose themselves to that kind of thing. They probably are in their own little bubbles, like me. I'm in my own little bubble on the internet, and I don't I don't read about Trump people if I can help it. So they probably don't read about anyone else. And if if you do trip
1: over something that has pierced your bubble, it only serves to reinforce your own beliefs, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I watched the um, QAnon. Uh, documentary on HBO, (laughs) which was, which was good. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm going to say, yeah, it was an HBO documentary and surprise. It was good. Um, because they're usually always good. And, uh, there were some interviews with a couple of Q non-believers and, they really see, and these were in depth interviews where you saw them for like five minutes, uh, every mm-hmm. episode. So you saw, you mm-hmm. eventually saw 30 minutes of these people living their two and on lives, and it was kind of yeah. like, wow, you're just sort of normal people with a crazy set of beliefs. But then, you know, if you get too far, you get to the racism, it'll be there. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I won't say that the internet makes you more empathetic. It's just simply allowed Yeah, they're too fringy. There there's my short answer. Too fringy? They're okay. too fringy. Okay. It's a spectrum and okay. there are going to be extreme ends and there are gonna be people who are overly empathetic, who yeah are so crippled by emotion and they can't do anything, um, except yeah. stay home and write poems. And that's me. That was me.
0: This makes it that I don't even write poems.
1: <laughs> You're too sad to even write poems.
0: <laughs> I'm too sad to That's write poems. Sad. Damn.
1: That's a poem in itself. And then you have the other end of the spectrum, which is people who are never going to be empathetic and never going to change, right? Yeah. And the question is how large are those ends? Thank you. That joke wrote itself. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and I don't know the answer to that yet, but I will.
0: Right. Okay, good. Let us know when you when you know.
1: I will, and a couple of years. Okay, I'll be able to look back and say, "Aha, that's why." But uh, yeah, so so culture's changing slash humor's changing. I think I have uncovered the why, and everybody can thank me later. Um, hmm. But there there is this thing with uh, some of the older comedians, and by older I mean like Chris Rock, right? Um, uh-huh. Who just will not play a college uh, campus anymore? Won't won't play a university because right. it's just too PC. Now there's another comedian who says, "Guys, just get real. It's not that the kids are too PC. It's that your rates are too high. Colleges can't afford <laughs> for Chris Rock to come play. Right? So it's a nice way to get out of it, Chris Probably Rock. True. But and yeah. you know, and maybe that is true to some level, but. Um, there was an interesting article in The Atlantic, and I'll have links in the uh, show notes. That um, there's a whole comedian, co- co- comic, college, circus, co- circuit. Yeah. Yes. Take those three words and put them together in order that makes sense college, college comic, circuit, comic, college, comic, circuit, circuit, comic, uh-huh. co- college, comic circus, circuit college, college. Sure. But yeah. So there's this. You know what I'm going to say, and I just said it perfectly. And uh, you can make two thousand dollars in an hour. And some comics just simply live, exist, playing at universities, and their material, according to um, interviews with them in the Atlantic, tends to the more self-deprecating um, and and inoffensive. So you do things right. like jokes about Costco, something everybody can relate to, and not so <laughs> much jokes about like living next door to a black family.
0: Right. So that was gonna be my question. Are the people who are complaining that college the college campus circuit is too PC, are these people who are sort of the Trumpy people? Anyway.
1: No. No. These are these are the college students who are responsible for hiring the talent for their College, right? So
0: no, I mean the people who are complaining about the comics who are complaining about it being TPC. Oh, no, no, are they not more at Trumpy all. comics? No, no,
1: uh, they are. They're comics. So like one guy whose name was um, Keith Jeff or Jeff Keith, I forget which of the two it was, uh, but he's like super famous in that world, um, mm. and he's like he's twenty two. He's very good looking. Um, he's played Vegas, and his, his point was that um, in Vegas, he noticed his material was getting a little too raw, and it was getting a little too... It was just too dirty. He was playing too blue, and that was limiting mm. his ability to play other places. And so mm. he softened it up and discovered this uh, world of college comedy, um, and um, if you keep it clean... I mean, you know, and supposedly it's got to be funny. And there weren't any examples of jokes that were clean and funny. I see. Right. There were a few examples of jokes you couldn't tell anymore. Right. Right. But, meh. So, uh, but I would say in that, they didn't explain in the Atlantic article, and I would have liked more information on this. um, The Atlantic article's viewpoint, sort of her end perspective, was that these these, uh, what do I want to call them, talent scouts for the colleges who are students themselves are acting like a gatekeeper. And so they're the ones who are saying, yeah, we get that you are Chinese and we get that your set was all about how funny it is to be Chinese uh, in Wisconsin, um, Uh but not going to, and we laughed and we enjoyed it, but it's just too ethnic for, for for our, might, you know, might cause some offense to some people and not to white people that are Trump supporters, but to Asian Americans or other marginalized communities that don't see it as funny. Right. Um, so better just not to go there at all. Um, okay. true, not true. I mean, don't know. Um, is it that the kids are too sensitive? Uh, which is something I think that My grandfather probably, that would be his perspective on it. Like, oh, grow up. They're just words. Nobody actually hurt you.
0: Right. Right. Freedom of speech, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I love that freedom of speech argument and, you know, awesome. And I'm totally yeah, freedom of speech, but not freedom from consequences for speech.
0: Exactly. Thank you. Right. I agree. So do we accept Perez Hilton's apology? Or how do we rate it on a scale of one to ten?
1: I'm going to go real low with it and I'm going to give it a three. And I'll say that uh, I'm going low because there is a lot of I'm the victim in his apologies, right? So you've got to take yourself out of it um, entirely, right? Um, And then what I like is that at least he owns what he has said and and agrees that it has caused harm and hurt some people's feelings. Um, He's got a story about meeting jennifer aniston in a uh, valet section at a restaurant Mm or she was in a car he was waiting for his car and um he was on team jolie at the time so at the breakup thing and uh he he apologized to her Uh, he doesn't say what he said he just said something along the lines of i was so surprised to see jennifer aniston i never thought that i would ever see her in, in real life Uh, And so I just said, you know, I'm sorry. And she said, well, I'm a person too. And, you know, fair enough. Um, So, so yeah, so some points for, for apologizing and taking ownership of it, but a lot of negative points for feeling sorry for yourself.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, and what you? I would you? rate it
0: a three. I would rate it a three as well. I think um, he has he has changed, but I think the reasons for his changing are, are uh, self self something um, not selfless self college circuit <laughs> <Selfish>. comedy. <laughs> so I don't think that um, he's he's very uh, uh, his apology is not particularly good. So three is about what that rates. Um, And I think for on um, uh, Elaine Louis's part, I would give her apology a nine.
1: Oh, yay. Okay. Because I was like, I'm going to give it an eight. And I was like, oh, that's too high. I'll give it a seven. Um, oh, but really? yeah, I would, I would give it an eight, eight to nine. Um, we'll do nine so we can be in total agreement and there'll be peace in the world.
0: <laughs> but we're supposed to argue. It's better when we argue because then it's more, um, you know, gets more viewers, right? Oh. If we argue? All
1: right. Uh, <laughs> you're wrong. And I'm going to blog about you later. offensively Uh, but
0: she she clearly has thought about the impact of her blog and what she says about people and um the racism and homophobia and misogyny that she was perpetuating and she understands it now um and has apologized and has changed what she's done uh, in ways that maybe are not that', that are not not easy like you said it's not easy to go back and update your blog and uh, you know make a FAQ and a disclaimer and put it everywhere. Um, so she's done some work and I think uh, her blog now I looked at it some and it doesn't seem particularly hurtful. so um, good for her she gets a nine.
1: Yeah, I agree. and uh, again, I like that she I don't hear any victimhood in her apology. No, no. Now, admittedly, yeah. I only looked at the one because Perez Hilton is the guy that takes all the oxygen out of the room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's the for person real. that, that you know... Still gets all the attention. Oh, did you hear he was banned from TikTok?
0: I, I heard something about it, but what happened?
1: Oh, I'll tell you all we... about it because now okay. it comes to the gossip. Um, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, TikTok is... Um, it's a weather app that tells you if it's going to <laughs> rain or not. Everybody knows what TikTok is. And if you don't, then you're yeah. not listening to this show. Um, so uh, so we got on TikTok last year, I think, maybe the year before. And um, I love TikTok. It's great. Um, I, I think it's super fun. I enjoy it a lot. I don't I post.
0: No, I don't either. No?
1: Because I, 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 I have
0: I have favorites on TikTok. Oh, totally. Yeah.
1: If people, I I love, I love, I love. So um, uh, Perez Hilton came on to TikTok. He had uh, 1.6 million followers, which in the TikTok world is pretty good. That's that's a crowd. There are people on TikTok who have 55 million followers, right? Damn. Um, And then I think our favorite um, has something like, well, it can't be more than 55 because... Uh, 55 million, but she had something like 800 billion, 800 billion. No. Eight, <laughs> eight, wow. Eight, wow. 800 million <laughs> likes on wow. her from her 55 million followers. But okay, cool. So here's what happened. Um, there's a girl, uh, her name's Charlie. I don't remember her last name. Let's call it D'Angelo, uh-huh. something like that. Okay. Uh, she's okay. 15 years old. And she's got 55 million followers on TikTok. She's the biggest TikTok influencer out there. I don't know why. She's 15. I don't don't follow her, right? Okay. Um, And she was dancing on a beach in a bikini. And it was one of those TikTok dances that the kids like to do that are totally boring to me and I don't pay attention to. Um, Yeah. And Perez Hilton said, is this an appropriate song? Or he said, is it appropriate for a 15-year-old to be dancing in a bikini? Right. And then she commented and said, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to have fun. Right. Um, Wholesome, nice reply. And uh, her fans got real upset that somebody came for Charlie. Um, Yeah. On another website, uh, a girl's website. So Perez is 100% gay. I think he would be um, the far end of the McKinsey scale. Right, I like see on a one to totally ten gay. yeah, totally gay, um so the reason i'm I'm stressing that is because what he says next is very problematic, so in a comment section on a girl's website, he said this is making making me hard, huh, right, uh, she was huh. sixteen years old, oh
0: creepy. yeah,
1: yeah, that's bad. A, that's that's bad, even, even if she's twenty two that's just,
0: that's, that's just yeah, bad. yeah, and that's right? what he got banned for.
1: Well, more than that. So there's another uh, TikTok video where he is clearly naked because you can see the top of his thighs, but you don't see obvious TikTok. TikTok is very, very, very quick to take down the porn. Um, Yeah. So, um, and, and his TikTok is entitled something like time to sanitize. And then he puts some... Um, hand sanitizer from a pump onto his hands, and then puts his hands below the screen and rubs them together in sort of a simulation of, um, I almost said stimulation, of masturbation. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, good. Oh, God. Um, and it was pretty gross. Um not fun. And sometimes those videos which play with that, uh, that sexuality thing, those can be fun, right? They, they can yeah. be funny. Um, but this one wasn't. Um, hmm. And so to uh, for Perez Hilton, he will say he was banned from TikTok because uh, Charlie's fans came after him and got a petition together and got over 220,000 signatures on it to get him banned from the app. Permanently banned. Um but I saw some of those videos, and I'm going to say, um, yeah, it, it inappropriate and, and not cool. And when you have a name like Perez Hilton and you're a known figure, do what you want. But you're on a website that 10-year-olds use. It's not yeah, a website. Yeah. God, I'm so old. It's a platform. Um, yeah. And so it'd be like posting a video like that on Facebook.
0: Right. Right, Right. just open to the public. Anybody could
1: see it. It just wasn't funny. Didn't serve a purpose. Wasn't necessary. Half of his videos were him trying to be sexy and doing dances and and showing his teeth a lot. Yeah, Um, and then others of them eh, just not amusing or interesting. Uh, But they were all about him, right? Which is, which get back to this fame-seeking, attention-chasing fame kind of thing. Um, and it's just, they missed the mark entirely. If he did Ugh. little TikToks where he like said great supportive things about celebrities or whatever. And, you know, you can achieve your dreams too, TikTok. He'd yeah. be on there and he'd be huge.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Oh my God, we're going to totally do that. That's our thing.
0: You can achieve your dreams. We're going to be positive we're, You and
1: I are going to do positive TikTok and we're going to let all these losers know that they... <laughs> <laughs> they can be rich and famous awesome. if they just give us money
0: just like us rich and <laughs>
1: like how famous we are <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right cool all right um so do you have an apology an apology yeah for what i just said
1: <laughs> 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 obviously i don't think those people are, are uh, but uh, um, this is who's sorry now i for any do apologies i do and my apology is in keeping with our theme of celebrity yep. gossip um Blogs. This is for a zine, which back in the day was the paper version of a blog. Um, so there was a there was a zine called the Hollywood Kids, and it mm-hmm. was just gossip about celebrities and mm-hmm. what their shtick was. They would go into all the stores uh, on in different parts of L.A., and they would talk to staff. Mm-hmm. And they would say, has any famous person been in here? What do they buy? What do they do? And they would start making friends with people, right? And they'd be like, right. oh, great. You gave us some good information. When do you work? Are you on weekends all the time? Do you hear on Wednesdays? And so they would start showing up whenever one of their sources was around and like, sure hey, what famous people have been here? So I had a store, uh, well, I worked in a store. It wasn't my store, right? But I managed mm-hmm. a store on Ventura Boulevard and we had celebrities come in often enough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was Janet Jackson. And... Wow. Oh, the least of them. No. <laughs> 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 Brad, 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 Brad. I've waited (laughs) on so many famous people. Um, so she was so beautiful. Oh my God. She was stunningly gorgeous. Right. Wow. Like eerily beautiful. Um, and she came up to the register and I punched the buttons and she bought a book and I remember what the book was. And, and I was just like, Oh my God, Janet Jackson. And, uh, my thing in those days when celebrities paid with credit cards, if I had a friend who liked that celebrity, right? Yeah. I would keep a copy of the oh. credit card so they had their signature. Yeah. Right, their autograph. So right. I got that with Michael Jackson and I gave that one. Wow. To, I'll tell you about that one when I have another apology to make. Um, okay. Uh, I think I gave that one to my sister. And then the. Janet Jackson one, I was excited because I was going to give that to uh, to a friend of mine who who crazy about Janet Jackson, uh, trying not to say his name because I don't want to create any more work for our producer. I've name dropping okay. left and right. Beep, I gave it to <laughs> Beep. Um, and so she signed it and she left. And I was like, oh my God, and so-and-so is going to be so excited when I give him, when I illegally take this credit card slip and give it to somebody. 1989, not my fault. Um, (laughs) And so what happened? Five seconds after that, the Hollywood kids came into my store and I knew who they were because they were in the store all the time. Um, Uh And I was like, hi. And they were like, any famous people in here? And I said... Yeah, Janet Jackson just left. Like, you just missed her. And they ran out of the store. It was a small store. So they didn't have to run far. Uh, and looked down the street, and, and they didn't see her. But they were like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, we heard she was, like, in the area. Oh, what did she buy? And I was like, I, I can't tell you what she bought. She bought a book. Uh, right? A I'm book. Like, oh, well, what was she like? I was like, she was super nice. She was so sweet. She was great. She looked a little bit chunky. But she uh. was, I said it. But she was so great. Right? And um that quote made it into the magazine.
0: Right? Oh my gosh.
1: And my district manager, who I really liked, who had something oh like a no. hundred stores under his, in his yeah. dominion, right? Um called me at home. Oh my god. On a Sunday night, furious.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Furious. Because if Janet Jackson ever reads The Hollywood Kids, she would never shop in our store again.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> so, pretty safe from Janet Jackson reading this zine that, you know. I
0: think so. So he read the zine?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a giant celebrity wow. whore. Like, just anything about it. He loved all <laughs> of it. He'd come into the store and be like, who's been in here this month, right? And I'd be like, well, so-and-so, and so and so he and never so told and so. me any
0: of this when it was going on.
1: It was just so daily. <laughs> wow! I would have. <laughs> no, you would have thrown so your San Francisco it. life away, and you would have moved to LA to be so close to all the glamour. In
0: '89, I was still in North Carolina.
1: Oh, you for sure would have moved to LA to be so close to all the glamour, glamour. Totally. Um, Why not? Who was it? She ran into my store and she hid behind a post because somebody was stalking her. Um, and I, I see her all the time on Twitter, uh, and she's blonde. And her sister Alexis uh, transitioned, and she's David Duchovny's sister, not Duchovny. no, the guy that was married to that oh. girl from Friends, Courtney Cox's husband.
0: Oh, I don't know. Somebody.
1: Patricia Arquette. That's who. Oh,
0: Patricia Arquette? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes.
1: I was trying to th- call her Elaine Arquette, and I'm like, that's not it. What's her fucking first name? Her uh, sister transitioned? Uh, Alexis. Yeah. Uh, oh, Alexis. had been like, I don't know what, what her, uh, birth name was, but so yeah. Anyway. Um, so she ran into our store. I was the only one working. It was like early morning, whatever. Um, and hid behind this post, big post Aww. in the center of the store. And she kind of, I'm moving my head like the, like the listeners can see what she was doing but you know she she was trying to like see out onto the street waiting for somebody to walk by she didn't say a single word to me and she was the only person in the store and she was the first person that day and i was like today is gonna be so fucked up (laughs) okay and so yeah i I could have a podcast famous people i waited on Um,
0: wow so your apology is to janet jackson
1: Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited to be talking about the, the <laughs> glory days. Um, was, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so my apologies to Janet Jackson. Um, I wanted to be in their thing, I guess, and I knew that the only way I would get in it is if I said something kind of mean.
0: Oh, uh, oh, interesting. So
1: I I am Perez Hilton. We're all Perez Hilton. Shame on us all. We're
0: all Perez Hilton in in a way, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, we are. This industry thrives because people go to the websites or buy the magazines. So, I mean, for all of us who hate tabloids at the same time, I've bought a few.
0: Yeah. Shame
1: on me. I'm the problem. (laughs) All right. Okay, what about you? Who do you owe an apology to? Let's not focus on me and all my wrongs.
0: I kind of owe an apology to somebody I don't even know. Oh,
1: boo. I kind of. <laughs> well, I do
0: owe an apology. So when I was younger, I was first working at this company that I ended up working at for like 20 years. And um, I was managed by this guy that I hated. But anyway, so one time I was in Seattle uh, for business and you know, whenever you go anywhere for business, you have to have dinner with all the people that are there for business or that are already working there and all this stuff. So I was having dinner with my manager and a bunch of other people, and I passed on some gossip that I had heard about um, this guy that was a former director or something for the company. And I won't tell you what the gossip was. Oh, no, was.
1: you have to now. What was it? It's from a long time ago. Uh, uh,
0: I can't, but it was related to mental illness. Oh, so, okay.
1: Okay. I understand. Yeah. I, all right. Okay.
0: So I passed that on to, um, these people, including my manager who I hated and, um, nobody said anything at the time, but the next day in a meeting, um, my manager said, everybody, I want you to know that gossip is not accepted at this company and you should never gossip about anyone. It can ruin careers. And at the time I was furious because he hadn't said anything to me about it. Because (laughs) he corrected you. Well, yes. Yes. Honestly, yes. But he hadn't said anything to me about it at the time, and he he chose to say something about it to me in front of everybody who was there at the dinner at the next meeting, which was embarrassing to me, and also um, chicken shit on his part for not just saying something to me about it directly. But um but yes I was upset that he had called me out um frankly and thinking about it now I think that the thing that I had had gossiped about was really not a good good gossip fodder and it could have destroyed someone's career and hopefully it didn't but I don't think it did cuz various reasons but so I'm sorry to the guy I don't know for passing on uh vicious gossip about him that could have destroyed his career if circumstances had been different
1: yeah Oh, I think that's a a nice apology. You're owning up to what you said. Um, Yeah. You admit that at the time, I'm reading your apology. um, Thank you. You had not inappropriate feelings, but like you lost the focus of what the point was. Um, Yeah. And and you were truly sorry about it. I give that apology 11 on a scale of 1 to Ah. 10.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Because I can't count. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah, I feel bad about it, but um, I won't do it again. So my gossiping about has been guy? much curtailed since then. <laughs> I'll never say that thing again. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Is there anything else we have?
1: Gossip, always have gossip. gossip. No, no, no. But uh, but I have a shout <laughs> on of Bridgerton, so um, we'll wrap this up very quickly. I, okay. I've noticed. Because I make these connections in my head, I force them uh-huh. to be things, right? That uh-huh. our show, whatever our topic is, right, whatever, it sort of tracks kind of with what's going on in my week. And so last night I was um, watching TV, watching the puppy while I was watching TV, and I was like, "Alpine on's Bridgerton." I've heard so much about it. Blah 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 blah. Everyone says I might like it. And Bridgerton is about uh, a gossip magazine in the 1800s. It is? It is. I didn't
0: know that. Yeah. Oh, interesting.
1: And I was like, holy fuck, this is the universe lining up for me perfectly because this <laughs> could be Perez Hilton doing... And so, it was. Um, yeah, it was just another proof that our topic That's was right. That's
0: very cool. Did you like Bridgerton?
1: I did. And I, I'm surprised. Well, I don't want to say I'm surprised, but usually when everybody... And I mean, everybody is like, oh, my God, you have to watch a show. You're going to like it. I hate it on purpose to prove everybody yeah. wrong. Me too. Right. Me too. Nobody knows my taste. I am too yeah, unique exactly. an animal to ever. You you can't possibly plumb the depths of my intellect to appreciate <laughs> how I will piece nuance together to keep myself For entertained. Sure. Right. Yeah. For sure. Um, and I mean, who am I kidding? I, I can look at a stick and laugh. So... <laughs> um, anyway uh, yeah I did like it. it it's super I mean super well done uh, but um, it was just the right mix of 19th century 21st century perspective right um, that uh, that I was into it um, cool yeah and is it British it is British uh, I think it's on Netflix I don't know whatever I don't know doesn't matter
0: yeah I've, I've what heard is Britain good anyway? So maybe I'll check it out.
1: You sh- I mean, I'll say you should um, ride with it a little bit because the the first, maybe the first thirty minutes, it was like, yeah, "This is good. This is a very predictable period piece. It's going to." And it's not like it went into a woo, weird direction, but it was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay, I'm liking what these characters are doing." And okay, okay, cool. The end. Click.
0: Right. All right. There you go. So that's it for me. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us today, and we'll be back next week with more exciting news.
1: And <laughs> we'll figure out what it is after this, uh, <laughs> after this podcast, because then we have to pick Yay. our next subject. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week.
0: Bye. 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 Mm-hmm.